This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Let me show you how your pussy works. <laughs> soulful stylings of uh, the young great legend Brian McKnight. The old great legend. <laughs> <laughs> Showing y'all how y'all pussy work. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to This Week in Culture, episode 22. I am your host, Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. Uh, Ant Wood, a.k.a. 40 God. I got my nigga Jay Johnson in the building with me. What up, though? What's poppin'? It's your man Jay Johnson, a.k.a. one half of Shop Talk Podcast. Um, I'm out here, fam. What's up? Man, uh, shit, before we even get into it, let me apologize if I sound like shit. I'm getting over some of everything, man. It was a long weekend for your boy. But uh, getting back right, got my energy up, man. Got my voice back just in time to give y'all this Thanksgiving business. And uh, yeah, man, this week in culture, we review nothing. And you want to know why? Because... They don't give us shit to review for Thanksgiving, man. Damn, dog. Yo, Thanksgiving is the most, like, disrespected holiday of all time. Bro. Facts. And this is my favorite holiday of all the, you know, the big nationally recognized holidays. This is my favorite, bro. Well, Thanksgiving is my number two. Christmas is my favorite specifically because in my family, Christmas breakfast is like a thing. I got you. I uh, got you. I've been going to, like, it's just a thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We've only missed, we've only had, we've only... In my 36 years of life, there's only been one year we didn't have a Christmas breakfast. Okay. So that's like... That uh, sounds lit. Y'all lit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's a thing. So I look every forward to Christmas every year just to be, you know, hang out with the family. But other than that, yeah. it's Thanksgiving. See, I fuck with Thanksgiving hard uh, for a few reasons. One, it's the only holiday I feel like everybody can celebrate. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you're on the train of like, oh, I'm not fucking with this old genocide ass holiday and fuck yeah. the pilgrims and fuck it. But nigga, you still got something to be thankful for. Fact. So you can do that. Like, it's no religious ties to it. You ain't got no left and right. Everybody thankful for something, man. So I just... Man, I, I just left the barbershop and shit and yeah. we was talking about this and uh, I was like, I ain't never in my life thought about Thanksgiving as anything other than I get to hang out with my family. Yeah. Hey. When I was a kid, it was like, oh, shit, we used to go to uh, Tennessee every Thanksgiving with my, my dad's side of the family. So every Thanksgiving, I can't wait yeah. to go to Tennessee. Yeah. Like, I ain't never thought about no pilgrims, mm-hmm. no Indians. Nah. To a certain extent, not until I was like an adult, even giving thanks. It was like, hey, where my family at? Yeah. That's real, though. Uh, for me, I just always looked at Thanksgiving, uh, similar to you, man, just... It's family, bro. Like, yeah. you get to hang with family. You get mad days off uh, from work, depending on what you do. Um, 
I used to kind of enjoy the idea of Black Friday shopping. Now I hate that they've like bastardized it yeah. and turned it into like now you can't even be at home on Thanksgiving Day. Like the employees is at work tomorrow morning. Like Man, you that's know what, fucked up. You know what's so wild and shit is uh as I said, we used to go to Tennessee every yeah. year for Thanksgiving. And uh we used to go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. And that was before Walmart was up here. Like yeah. it was just this random man. It was just this giant store that sold all the shit. Yeah. And I didn't realize that my parents was going Black Friday shopping and driving back to tennis back to the crib with all the toys in the truck. Oh shit. So like y'all the just whole, had the whole And like we would always go to Walmart before we left or whatever. And my dad, they was always buying something. I'm like, shit, this, they don't never be buying their shit like and that. you ain't know. We used to get a BB gun, some work, something, something that we would normally just be able to be like, let me have that. I'm like, I yeah. didn't realize that was coming out the Christmas budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know that Black Friday was a thing. I was a yeah. kid. Uh, shit, I don't think I realized Black Friday was a thing till I moved to East Lansing. And uh, I was working at Best Buy up there in Okimos. And... It was people lined up in tents like that Tuesday, and they was just out there because it was like a, I think the PS3 was coming out or something yeah. like that, and they were out there in their tents from Tuesday to, and it was freezing, my nigga, like snow everywhere. Um, people had Folgers coffee cans with paper in it, lighting fire, trying to stay warm and shit for three days. Oh, they fooled. And uh, it was, I, I remember a couple like. Uh, Starbucks trucks coming by, handing out coffees and shit, trying to help folks out. But I just was like, oh, y'all really serious. Y'all about this shit. I ain't really about that Black Friday life no more because they celebrated on Thanksgiving Day. But it's still cool. Like, I might pop out there tomorrow at midnight when some of the stores open and shit. Just walk around, see what's popping. You ever been Black Friday shopping? Uh, Yes, I have successfully gone two different times and been the first person in line at Target. Man, I did that shit one time. Uh, this was like 2007 Yeah 2006, 2007 and shit Yeah uh, With the girl I was with at the time And it just felt like a good. It wasn't even on purpose Yeah Like uh, Like it was We was driving somewhere After everything was over Yeah And we was in a We was like by, Over there by Wonderland and shit mm. Whatever oh, that yeah old school Yeah Whatever yeah. that Walmart is over there Yeah yeah off, Over in Livonia yeah. yeah And we stood out there And we was frozen Yeah And I had a bad experience out there Cause we got into it With the Walmart people Of course we waited in line For these motherfucking laptops and shit And they ended up giving it To the person in front of us Right Yeah And she didn't want it But she saw that we had one And she was like Oh well let me have that too mm. And it was a big deal Yeah and, uh, But I, I, um, I was like what the? Thinking back I'm like why the fuck was that out there in the middle of the night, yeah. cold as fuck, trying to buy a goddamn laptop? My first apartment when I moved to Atlanta back in uh, in 07, I moved in the week after Thanksgiving. And I yeah. needed a TV. Um, and Target had like a, it was like a 50-inch joint. It was a Sony, and it was like 250. And I was like, oh, I got to get that. Like 50-inch, 1080p, HD, all the... All the the trappings, nigga, and back in 07 especially, I'm like, Thanks. yo, for the 250 like, these are $700 TVs. So I went out there after Thanksgiving dinner, probably it's around, like, 1 a.m. crackhead prices. Yeah, facts. And uh, I pulled up, and it was so cold to the Atlanta folks that nobody, it was, like, maybe nine, ten cars out there, but none of them niggas got out of their car to get in line. Yeah. They had sort of a system going, like, whatever car pulled up first, we all have an understanding. No, nobody's getting in line right now because it's cold. 
And I was like, bitch, I'm from the D. Y'all niggas, it's 45 degrees out here. So I walked my ass right up to the front and was the first person at the door, man. And I just sat at the door until security came out. And he was like, all right, when I open this door, he was like, I had my Nike flips, uh, that little flip-flops on. And that nigga was like, yo, try not to get trampled running in them flip-flops. And I was like, oh, you ain't got to worry about a real nigga, bro. I got the ratchet on me, fam. Yeah. And the nigga <laughs> told me, so that uh, the Target I was at, they had just remodeled. So he was like, what a lot of people don't know. Our electronics department is now on the other side of the store. So he was like, mm. he was like, I'm letting you know because you you a brother. You know what I'm saying? You're black dude. He was like, I'm letting you know, my nigga. But look, but then he was like, <laughs> peep this though. The TVs ain't in electronics. They put them over in the men's department. And I was like, I used to work at Target. I know the drill. Like, you got to put them in a separate department because you don't want all them people running yeah. through the electronics. So I was like, I appreciate you telling me where they was at. So he was like, yeah, when you go in, just walk straight to the back. TV's right there. Because ain't got, nobody going to get that um, them sweaters. Yeah, no, them <laughs> niggas didn't want the Morona. They didn't want the Morona, man. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, Black Friday is cool. I might pop out there. Yo, speaking of which, Black Friday is a good date. That's a good date. I think that might have been like 2010. Uh, one of my homegirls that I knew from MSU, she had moved to Atlanta, yeah. and she hit me up Thanksgiving like, "Yo, I just moved down here like Tuesday, Wednesday, like what's going on? I don't have no family here, or whatever." And I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "I ain't want to bring around my fam," but I was like, "Shit, you trying to go Black Friday shopping with a nigga later?" And no. she was like, "Yeah." So I ended up going to Scooper. We went up to like one of the outlets near uh, near the city, and it fucked me up because I ain't had no money. <laughs> but so I was hoping like damn I hope she don't like think I'm about to buy her, her shit. something yeah cause I ain't even wanna buy me nothing like I was buying shit knowing I'm returning this Friday like it was Thursday night I'm like fam I'm right back up Friday morning yeah this is just yeah fun. no I need this shit returned but uh, it was a good ass date man I got to know her we kicked it for a little while dog you, all off me front what you, what you buy her I ain't buy her shit. Um, I did buy me a bunch of, because we went to the outlet, so I went crazy up in like the polo store, the Nike joint, J. Crew, all, all them typical outlet joints. And I went right back Friday morning like, uh, this did not fit. This was defective. But uh, uh, This was irregular, yeah, sir? Facts, nigga. <laughs> I'm like, yep, the receipt's still right on top. That bitch ain't even wrinkled. But uh, yeah, man. So me and Jay was talking the other day because we was like, damn, what are we going to get to people for for Thanksgiving, I was like, dog, it'd be dope if we just review and talked about like all the Thanksgiving <laughs> movies and shit, right? Nigga, and, what are they? And I was like, hold on, what are the Thanksgiving movies? That nigga Jay said, yeah, man, I figured we could talk about like Soul Food, and I was like, like that's the closest that we got to a Thanksgiving. And that's movie. a reach, nigga, because Soul Food ain't about shit but Sunday dinner. But so I went to work today and shit, yeah. and I asked people, I asked like four different people. Like, hey, you know, you can think of like a bunch of Christmas movies and shit like that. Easy. Um, what's the what's the Thanksgiving movie? And everybody was like, I don't know. It's quiet, nigga. How come ain't no love for Thanksgiving? I don't know why people dog, but you you could peep it in the in the way, like starting with like the the decorations and shit. Like niggas go from Halloween to Christmas. Facts. And this year, especially, I saw niggas skip Halloween and just go straight to Christmas in October and shit. My job had up Christmas lights in October. Target had up Christmas trees in October, nigga. And I said, bitch, you got a Christmas tree next to the witch? Come on, ho. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck Thanksgiving did to Americans, but niggas ain't respecting it like they should. And we not getting no movies. We don't get no shows. It's like for black people, though, right? Like, nigga, Thanksgiving is our shit. This is our shit. This, this is where is, we shine, nigga. Like, this is where the sweet potato pie come in at. Nigga. Don't nobody just eat sweet potato pie in July. 
Except, no, with I my, would. except with my grandma coming to town. Shout out to grandma. Shout out to grams. Uh, Cause yeah. she make sure I get my sweet potato pie. But like, th- nigga, this is the time for this us to This is our shine. holiday. This is where we be the blackest. This is bro. what like, t- this is like all the traditions and all I ain't never seen the word chitlins this much on my timeline, nigga, yeah. as I have over the last week, bro. Like, do you eat chitlins? Never. All right, you a real nigga. But um, they when I was in Tennessee, yeah. that's definitely a thing. But they said if you if you cut two onions and put them on top of the pot, it yeah. it it a kill the the, the the smell. Oh, if you uh, it's a few ways to kill this. You know, I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, man. So I've been around some chitlin experts. You know what I'm saying? And uh, my mom is one of them. I just don't eat them, but she cook them now. I don't even be knowing, nigga. Back in the day when I was uh, shit is crazy. It's 2018. I, like we we better than this people. Oh yeah, no, nah, I you eating like we got real food now. No, you real life eating. Masha has let us free. Nah, not in not if like, like why you would you eat a pig and intestines? Fam, wait a minute. Why would you eat any, any intestines? intestines? Yeah, I was about to say it's no appropriate intestines <laughs> to eat <laughs> out like, this bitch. Yeah, let me get this uh they were like, Yeah, nigga, <laughs> that shit good, nigga. The hot sauce is probably good. You yeah. Know? No, it's funny, I remember I might have been like eight, nine, my mom and uh my sister, rest in peace to her. They were both like, Yo, I give you a hundred dollars if you eat a spoonful of chitlins. And I'm like, damn, that's two hundred dollars. I'm eight, nine, you know what I'm saying? I could buy all the fucking whatever I wanted. Fam. 200 junior bag of cheeseburgers. My sister put a spoonful of that shit on a little saucer plate, handed me that plate. Bro, I threw up right there. I couldn't even do it, dog. Like, nah, man, I'm good. Yeah. I ain't, chitlins look like like a bunch of pussy lips just on a plate. Man, that shit look like. No, nah, I'm not eating no pussy no more. <laughs> I'm done eating pussy till Black Friday. Uh, <laughs> I'm done, nigga. But uh, anyway, man. So, so I, yeah, I think a couple of different things have contributed to, uh, to for, for the culture. Okay. Now, I don't necessarily like this word. <laughs> oh shit! But I'm a woke motherfucker. This is a fact. You know what I'm saying? This is a fact. I know this nigga. I so. don't like. I don't like that word and the connotation yeah. it brings and all that shit. Right? Well, but we know what it means. Fact. We, yeah. You know, like I'm on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like around this time, a lot of Facebook posts and Instagram posts talking about I don't want to see y'all niggas in the slave mm-hmm. and, the, and the Indians mm-hmm. and all. hey man, fuck all that other shit, nigga. Go chill with your fucking family, dog. It's beautiful. As woke as I the fuck yeah. I am, I ain't never in my life thought of a fucking pilgrim on this day. I'm dog. not celebrating shit, but. I'm Family, not going to work food, today. Football, bro. Lions, Lions is going to be playing. Yep, they going to be losing. Uh, I haven't uh, watched football in two years. I ain't mad at that. You ain't missing I, shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, fam, go hang out with your people. Go talk to the elders in your family. Facts. Like Facts. literally, talk to the elder women in your family. Yeah. Your, your your older guy uncles and shit like that. They may tell you some. Go talk to the older women in your family and learn some shit, fam. <clears throat> yeah, I I've always just I just enjoy getting together because even Christmas, man, a lot of folks travel, they dip, they might not be at the crib. Um, a lot of folks, depending on Christmas, has gotten so like gift focused. Uh, it's kind of for a lot of families, especially, it ain't always the most fun holiday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Thanksgiving, though, it really ain't about shit, but just eating, having a good time, enjoying the day off. Now, granted, I may be a little bit um, looking at it through my point of view because. My family is rather large, right, right. and we grew up a certain way where family like is like important. I got you. Uh, now, if you didn't have that growing up, yeah, maybe Thanksgiving ain't your, ain't your shit. shit like yeah. that. Or if you don't have a, you don't come from a big family, yeah. it's for y'all. And shit, honestly, 
if you don't have a family or whatever and Thanksgiving ain't your shit, go ahead and nut in the bitch and get pregnant, bro. <laughs> and, get, and get her pregnant, you know what I'm saying? And then start your family up. And now you all could cook next year, bro. So what I'm thinking about doing, and it's not a new idea, but you heard these Friendsgiving shit that oh, yeah, doing. yeah. I'm thinking about doing one of those next year. I'm mad. I just got pissed. I said this on Monday. Uh Granted, I was sick and I wouldn't have went, but I seen one of my homegirls having a Friendsgiving, but it was like all women. She didn't invite like her, all her friends. It was just all her homegirls. And I text her like, yo, I'm mad at you for making that women only. First of all, like y'all got to chill on this feminism shit. Like they invite a nigga to the Whoa. Friendsgiving shit. Uh, but then uh, like a nigga can't eat no goddamn turkey, whatever, dog. But then I also got pissed because I'm like, why ain't none of my friends doing a Friendsgiving? Like, I I would come to that. That's lit. Because what I hate doing on Thanksgiving, I hate the obligation of feeling like you got to bounce around the 30 I, people houses. I don't So bounce. I never do it. I don't I'll bounce. Ne- dog, you never see me on Thanksgiving. I be with my fam and wherever my fam at, and I might go to the movies. Yeah. That's it. I don't do shit else. So Friendsgiving gives me a minute to, like, kick it with my friends, still eat. And enjoy my friends that's like family. Yeah. You feel me? Uh, so I'm thinking about doing that next year. I don't know where I'm going to host it at. I mean, I could have niggas over to the crib, but I want like a lot of people to yeah, come. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want all y'all in my house. Yeah, no, y'all don't want that many motherfuckers to uh, reach that. But um, I might, I'm going to do something. Yeah. No, I'm with that, man. Maybe, uh, maybe it'd be a, you know, a Shop Talk podcast studio. Uh, mm. Friends getting, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Oh, that might be litty. You know, and yeah, we got saying? the tablecloth, nigga. Yeah, well, we got the rooms in here. You know, True. what I'm saying? there's different had niggas. You know, what I'm saying well, in and out. Yeah, like, uh, upstairs on the fifth floor, there's a, there's mm. three different conference rooms that I get. So you, know you oh, because of the access, yeah. I got you. Yeah, that so shit like might a, be you know lit. Yeah, have a little. Get all the pods, everybody that fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Some of the coolest audience members and listeners and all that yeah. for each show. Yeah, that might be lit, man. If y'all want to come to uh, Friendsgiving 2019. Because this week in culture. Hey, this week in culture, man. We um we did have a few things happen in the culture. Uh, first, uh, let me get that out the way just because it's sad, man. Rest in peace to Kim Porter. Mm. Um, You know, a lot of folks know her as Diddy's baby moms or I'll be sure baby mom, whatever. But Kim Porter was great, man. She was a model. She was a, a dancer. She was smart as shit. A mother, man. A great mother, bro. And uh, you know what I'm saying? God bless them kids because she was 47, bro. Y'all had a very young, very active mother in y'all life. To lose her at her age, but at the age them kids are, man, like Quincy, Seems like he just coming into his own as far as acting goes. You know, I don't know what it is to like have a. Uh, this is gonna sound wild. Uh, oh, like shit. a cool parent. I know exactly what you, you know mean. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you grow up, your parents are your parents. Yeah, like you They're love them, cool. you respectable, yeah. and everything like that. They you may be cool in the neighborhood, or whatever. Yeah. But like someone universally recognized, yeah. like everybody likes your dad, not because yeah. he got corny jokes, because he's P Diddy. Yeah. Or everybody likes your dad because he's Master P or T.I. Yeah. or whatever. Or like everybody loves your mom because your mom is Kim Porter or yeah. she's a model or this. Like, I don't know how that feeling is as a child. And it, you know what I kind of noticed, bro? It seems like she, and it's rare that you see this. I don't know that I've seen someone pass and I didn't see a single bad thing about them, like, yeah. anywhere, bro. Like, right. when you're when you're not only universally recognized, but universally respected, loved, 
She was somebody in every picture you see her, she was smiling. She stayed the fuck out the way. You ain't never hear her name brought up in no no bullshit, no gossip, no rumors, no... Yo, shout out to... And this is kind of left, but it's related. Whatever. If you got a problem, sue me. Um... Shout out to my nigga Diddy for keeping the household with all the different, you know, baby moms and and blended families that he got going on. His other baby moms and uh, Cassie, they show mad respect to Kim after she passed, bro. Like them, the Instagram post and all that. Like you could just tell she was she was different, man. So rest in peace to her. Um, And she gave us forever, my lady. So facts. I mean, yeah. It's forever, my lady. She gave us a fucking classic. Rest in peace to her. God bless that family. Uh, what else we got going on in the culture this week? Um, did you see that movie Widows? Somebody Widows. with uh Viola oh, Davis. No, I have not. All right, so we ain't going. We might get on that later. It ain't necessarily cultural, but it's enough black people in there that we can talk <laughs> about it. Um, but it's a lot of black motherfuckers in that movie. It's a lot, yo. Dog from Get Out. Yeah, I heard he did a that nigga, job. yo. He flipped a whole. What's so funny? I, I randomly watched like ten interviews on him on YouTube. Yeah, where they, um, like he's a good actor. Yeah, and he's like, mom, don't. She like, are you gonna get a real job? Sometimes <laughs> on this shit, but like he's a good actor. Dog killed his role in this movie, bro. I heard he was um, a bad, a he, real bad guy. He was that nigga was on his shit. I'm a, I'm gonna say that. Um, and a uh, dog from ATL, pa- Paperboy, Paperboy. Yeah, he he killed his shit too, but. So we could talk about that after you see it, but what I did want to bring up, somebody, uh, a friend of mine mentioned it, and then like two additional people, I saw them write about it online. They were like, Viola Davis, for all her you know, greatness in acting and all the accomplishments on TV and in movies, it seemed like every time she has a romantic lead, it's a white dude. Super white. Yo. And then I thought about it because I was like, damn, like How to Get Away with Murder. Her husband on there was white. I know. Uh, I haven't watched How to Get Away with Murder in a few in a few seasons. I'm all on that show. I did not and don't like how they make her look on that show. It was so I don't be liking her wigs. Sometimes without yeah. the wig, with the stuff all like oh, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't understand how that helps the show or like why <laughs> do y'all be having her look like that? Yeah, I'm not a fan of the of the wig game on how to get away with murder, but that's my show. She'd be looking in the mirror like at late at night and when yeah. she'd be like in the like why do they be doing that to her? I think what's uh what's the Shonda Rhimes? Yeah. I think she be on some like let me show like black women in like their most natural state, like a dark skinned not... black woman with the stocking cap with on, with the hair all over her head, hair. Like... While that's she not... drinking vodka, that's not natural. Uh, <laughs> it's not natural. Shit, I don't know. I don't <laughs> fucking know. But Viola Davis be fucking with mad white niggas, uh, and I don't necessarily hate it. But when my friend brought it up, and then I saw it a couple additional places, I was like, eh. it be the subtleness of different things. It, it do. It do. Would Speaking you... of uh. Of subtle, <laughs> subtle, <laughs> subtle racism is everywhere. It seems, man, and uh, subtle masculinity, subtle. Oh my God, it's like fifty million subtle things in this one uh, post. So if you have not seen it, Macy said, "Fuck you, niggas." This week, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Macy's put out a holiday pajama ad, and in the ad, I'm looking at it right now just so I can make sure I'm clear on everything. It's four different families in the ad. Two white families with multiple children and a dog. And these are very sort of, 
quote unquote normal mm-hmm. families. It's a mother, a father, the children, the dog. It's a nuclear family. What they, what they call yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So we got two different white families with children and a dog, and they set up regular as fuck. We have a, I'm gonna call them a blended family because it's two gay men, or what I would assume, you know what I'm saying, is the image that they're trying to give off. But it's an interracial gay couple. So it's a black man and a white man. And then two mixed children. And the white men, black man and white men are holding hands. Yep. And then the fourth family is the black family. It's an all black family. So I'm lit, right? Like, oh shit, we got the all black Macy's. Three kids sitting on the couch. Three black, beautiful kids. Look One like of them got a fro. Look like they jumping around on the couch. They look happy as fuck. They got new pajamas and shit from Macy's. Uh, they up in that bitch. But then it's only one parent. It's just a single black mom. It's no dad. And it's a dad in every other box. One box even got two gay dads. <laughs> but the black box don't got no dad, bro. So we got mad fathers in every other box. But the black box, bro. What you thought about that, man? I mean, I mean, it's very, I mean, it's very clear what they're trying to do. But, like, why, though? Why, Macy's? You know how much money I spent here? <laughs> and I just got an email to say my Macy's uh, card is due today. Oh, Fuck shit. Macy's today, okay? I, I might have just got an email saying my Macy's card was declined at a <laughs> goddamn purchase. But uh, I, you would think that in 2018, marketers and advertisers would have enough understanding of the climate that we're in to know that Having a single parent black family being represented. Side note, uh, the two whole white families. Yeah. That's the same dad in both pictures, by the way. Same dad, different mom. <laughs> yeah. And different kids. Same <laughs> oh, dad. Yo, that nigga was nothing. <laughs> oh, shit. This that, is the same nigga. Bro. So he an ill white nigga. So, all right. All right. Yo, this whole <laughs> spiel is no disrespect to the illest white nigga alive because he out here nothing everything white. Uh <laughs> I'm looking at this shit now. Yeah, dog is uh dog was out here. And he switched pajamas up on his new family. Got, like, he got a whole nother a whole nother family and a whole nother dog. He got a whole nother dog on them bitches. And the one family got a tree. The other family didn't get no tree. That must be the side bitch. That's funny. Uh yeah, so the white dad was out here. Um he was a Rolling Stone ass nigga, but the black dad is non existent in this bitch except the gay dude, bro. I don't get why the, the I mean, marketing like, folks at Macy's don't understand that that's not okay. Yeah, I don't like the subconsciousness of it because that's what it, that that will attack your subconscious rather. Yeah, and um, you just don't see a black family. You yeah. don't see a black man and so. Well, they would like they would like to give the lend the impression that black men are not in their children's lives. Black fathers don't exist according to Macy's, yeah. bro. But uh, in real life, all the all the guys in my circle are either married. Um, or have children, and, with, and they are one hundred percent in their child's lives. And it's one thing, and living in the house, about, by the way. Yeah, um, one of our niggas almost ain't make it, but you know what I'm saying. That's my nigga though. But he's still there. God damn All it. the lies about the the rhetoric about black men don't marry black women. Yeah, and, and black men. Well, we know there. a lot of great ones, bro. Damn, everybody. You know a lot of great. I'm ones. The only nigga that's not married and shit. And I mean, you think about me and your dynamic. We got great relationships with our fathers. Yeah, like we not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Out here. Parentless or single parent, like nah, my pops been around. My parents been married a billion years. Like, 
I don't I don't like where Macy's is uh is insinuating that black fathers are non-existent. And if they are, they're gay. <laughs> Cause really, the only black man yeah. in, in in this, this whole picture, picture is, is gay, gay and man. dating a white man. Like, damn, he couldn't even get a black boyfriend? Like, Jesus Christ. Maybe it is hard out here for these black women. Shit. Even a black man can't find on a paper, black man. Or in, on paper and in all the the memes yeah. and the talk show topics and radio show topics, but in real life, I don't know if that matches up. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of gay black dudes in Atlanta, man. If that nigga in the Macy's ad want to go down to the A and find him a, a, a young black gay king, mm. he could find him one. But anyway, uh, Macy's, y'all niggas is on my list, bro. I'll tell you where I won't be shopping at Black Friday unless they have a dog ass sale. And then I might, you know what I'm saying? Some nigga might walk through there and get a goddamn suit. Uh, anyway, so yeah. we had we had a couple submitted topics real quick before we get to the submitted topics okay there was one thing in the culture that did happen oh what's um, that there was a black woman um and two other people oh man um who were killed in uh in chicago chicago yeah um, i guess she had recently turned down a marriage proposal um and the guy went up to the job and shot her and I guess whoever was like next to her, well, or whatever. he went up there. So uh, the the details that I read, they said they were supposed to be married in October. Okay. And she she called off the engagement. So uh, the other day, I think that was what Monday. Um, he went up to the hospital. She was a doctor. Mm-hmm. He went up to the hospital that she worked at, Mercy Hospital in Chicago, and uh, they said people saw him talking to her, arguing with her, asking for the ring back, and she kept saying she didn't have it. Now, you know, it's no indication on whether she meant I don't have it at all or I don't have it on me because why would I be at carrying work. a ring at work for an engagement that I called off well, a I month mean, ago? I'm not wearing a ring at work because I'm constantly and I'm also, washing my hands. And specifically, doing, she was a surgeon. Yeah. So, so like, yeah, fam, I'm not wearing this ring. But again, I also called this wedding off, so I don't have this ring just on me, bro. Um, But they said people heard her screaming like, I don't have it, I don't have it. And then they said he shot her. Uh three times and then stood over and shot her a couple more times and then they was like security came started chasing him and that's when security came and then the cops came and that's when he started running through the hospital just shooting randomly and uh in addition to his former fiance he also shot and killed a first year police officer 26 years old and uh i think they said uh, a girl who she worked in the hospital she was like an intern or something uh, she was 22 or something and was supposed to get married next month. Damn. So, uh, yeah, man, rest in peace to to the three uh, people that passed in that. They said a, a fourth person, another officer, he got shot, but the bullet hit his gun in his holster and it got lodged in the gun. And I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? I don't understand. The bullet hit that nigga in the holster and got lodged in his gun. So he didn't get hit. Like, the bullet stopped because of where... Nope. Yeah, but could have been a fourth fucking injury. Uh, but fortunately, that did not happen, man. But rest in peace to all them. And fuck old boy, bro. Fuck old boy, man. I, I, I give him a big-ass fuck you because, nigga, she called a wedding off, bro. I get it. That's Probably because you do shit like this. Probably. Like, my nigga. So you want to go into the toxic masculinity because... Yeah. All right, let me bring this up, man. He's a bitch-ass nigga, though. Uh, fellas, while I'm bringing this up, if your girl... I got... So, this happened on Monday, and somebody made a post about it, right? Yeah. 
And people have been in my mentions since then. Oh yeah, I seen you talking about that. Because I Facebook. made a comment. Yeah. To somebody else's comment, and like I, I swear to God, probably two, three hundred, you know, acts. And I'm not the type, the nigga that tuck my tail. I'm gonna yeah. stand on what I said, and I'm gonna debate you about this yeah. shit. Yeah. Or actually, I'm gonna highlight where I'm right and you're wrong at. Um, <laughs> so they they've been attacking me all the these uh and then the 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 the, the feminist, and I use that in air quotations because. I don't. I think y'all are. I said. I, I think the people who are attacking me are not mm-hmm. uh, down for their actual cause. They're down for something else and cloaking it as one other thing. So what they attacking you on, bro? So listen. Uh, I guess the NRA. So nurses or whatever um, said something, and the NRA was like, "Look, y'all need to stay in y'all lane," because they were trying to do something about gun violence or whatever mm-hmm. mass shooting. And I guess the NRA, who I don't fuck with, who I'm not a net member or anything in that shit. Like that, right? uh, they said something about stay in your lane or some shit, or you know that. And then one of the comments was like, well, I'm a nurse. I pull bullets out of people all the time. That makes uh, me a, a gun expert. Wow. And I was like, you, I'm, I was like, so you pulling a bullet out of somebody make you an expert? Yeah. On guns? Yeah. And then people, forensic scientists. And then she was like, well, because I'm on the front lines and I'm saying, <laughs> hey, uh, looking them in their eyes and stuff like that. I'm like, well, that makes you a great surgeon and even a greater person. Yeah. But it don't make you a expert on guns. Not at all. Just as if you fix somebody who's hit by a car, it don't make you an expert on drive. I mean, on, on cars. On cars. It don't make yeah. you a car expert. No, she don't work the plant. Everybody just attacked me, right? Yeah. Oh, you sticking up for the NRA? Like, nigga, fuck the NRA. Yeah. I don't know how I can keep doing this. I'm like, and then they start talking about the AR-15s and shit like that. <laughs> I'm like, fam, this ain't had shit to do with no <laughs> AR-15. It ain't uh, shit to do with no NRA. This had to do with one piece of shit <laughs> and one piece of shit only who yeah. went in there and did this. But like, they just kept attacking me and attacking me. And I'm just like, look, that don't make sense. You're stupid. You know? So. Well, I, um, I think niggas was reaching. On that, and I also kind of think this is a reach. So, uh, one of the the loyal listeners, man, shout out to Shay Jones on Facebook. She asked us uh, related to this, what is toxic masculinity? There was a hospital shooting here in Chicago, and that's what they're saying the male shooter had toward his former fiance. I just thought he was crazy, but I'm hearing a lot of black women use the term toxic masculinity. That's a Twitter. To- that's a Twitter. That's a Twitter. A Twitter thing. Toxic masculinity. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's like one of the biggest things on Twitter. Uh, and I, I, you know, obviously, I've heard the term and and sort of defined, or at least what I thought, uh, toxic masculinity is. I would not call what he did toxic masculinity. Yes, it's you know uh, a heightened sense of pride, a heightened maybe sense of over exaggerated masculinity like that's what it means ultimately but what he did i don't know that i'm not the case either. i'm not putting the term masculinity whether toxic or not you could call it whatever the fuck i'm not putting masculinity behind the moves he made because that was toxic bitch shit nigga like you did bitch ass shit you killed your former fiance because she broke up with you bro you killed two random people in the first year of their job like the cop that he killed got three kids what a part what a about you being a man has impacted that. Yeah. Because that's like saying, like, well, a guy had got a drive by with somebody he had a beef with. 
that's toxic African Americanisms. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you can't yeah, yeah. attach. I don't like putting the term masculinity behind whole ass shit. And he did some whole ass shit. Now, with the term toxic masculinity, because uh, I was having a combo a couple days ago after Shay posted that. And an example that a friend of mine brought up, she was saying, like, toxic masculinity in her mind is like a father at the little league game and the coach says something crazy to his kid or doesn't put his kid in. So then the pops goes over there and he starts wilding out and like gets into it with the coach. And I was like, okay, so he just kind of over, he a man and he trying to, he may be stepping out a little bit. I was like, I I thought it was more or less like, um, I'm better at this because I'm a man and you're a woman. Mm. Now like, I'm a, that's a toxic way of thinking. Oh, just because I'm ultra guy, I'm ultra strong guy. Sit back while a real man does this. Like fam, that just r- relax. Now I pulled up the term, uh, and it says it's referred to stere- stereotypically masculine gender roles that restrict the kinds of emotions allowable for boys and men to express, including social expectations that men seek to be dominant. The alpha male. So basically limiting your emotional range uh, and, you know, maybe just you're, you're hyper masculine. Like, that's all I wouldn't call it. We stay creating words for shit that's already created. Like hyper masculinity has been a word like and it means like but so aggression and, yeah. and stuff like that. Why is that? Just asking the question. Yeah. Why is that specifically attached to being masculine? Yeah. Like, what about that is this, when you're aggressive, that means you're a male. Yeah. Because to that point, to, to Jay's question, if, let's just flip it and say a woman had done this, they wouldn't have called it toxic feminism if a man had broken Because off. they are. Oh, there are definitely a, definitely a lot of stuff that's going on. Yeah, that's like, wow, that's so that's so tight. I'll tell you, yeah, what. yeah. I'll tell you. You about to pull up Amanda Seals or something? Sure. No, uh, this something that uh, me and Jenny had showed. Uh, she sent. I sent. Let me see. While we pulling that up, hit y'all niggas with these soulful stylings. Let me show you how your <laughs> pussy works. That you didn't know that it could squirt. I have lots of things to show you. If you're ready to learn, let me. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, man. These motherfuckers. All right, you got it? All right. Now, this is, if you have, this is a woman posted this. Okay. If you have $400 and your wife has $600, the total money in this entire household is $400, not $1,000. If you understand this mathematics, you'll always have peace in your home. So what this basically said is, (laughs) even though we're in this marriage and we Mm 50-50, what I got is ours, what she got is hers. hers. I think that's a toxic way of thinking. It's toxic feminism, bro. And this basically equates like this it, it's so detrimental in real life real talk let me and you know they've they've had like these sort of memes on the gram and on facebook before like uh if a if a man has a thousand dollars and a woman has two hundred dollars 
or whatever, shit like that. A man got this much, a woman got this much. They together, but for some reason, like you said, was his is theirs, was hers is hers. Why do women want us to just be the brokest we could be? Like, we can all, we're together, we can get this money together. Like, have your rainy day stash, cool. If, if there's a thing of, of called toxic masculinity, yeah, and someone being ultra masculine, yeah, who was very dominant on gender roles and thinks things should stay, I'm a man, I'll do this, you, yeah. you stay in the kitchen, you cook and clean yeah. and stuff like that. This doesn't do anything but further that. Mm-hmm. Like you're not making someone else think I should treat you as an equal yeah. because this right here is specifically saying that we are not equal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, like I'm all good with it. Like, you know, there, I do think that there are gender roles, right? Right. Uh, I don't think that either gender is better or, or worse. I think they need both to work together to be complete. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You complete somebody. However, Everything is like, come on, man. I look at it like, all right, if if we're gonna play the which one you want to be, you want to be equal or you don't want to be, equal? and and that's what I was gonna say. If we're gonna play that gender role shit, cool, let's play it. But if I gotta be the first of all, and I've said this before, and I might get a little flag for it, but if you ain't never seen a good man in your life. Your dad, your brother, your boyfriend's husband, whatever. If all you dealt with was shitty ass niggas that left you, stop telling me what a man's supposed to be. That's first of all, because you don't have a fucking idea. Second of all, uh, if you want to play the gender role shit where the man is like, all right, I'm the the provider, I'm the money, I'm the everything. Cool. So don't get mad when I tell you get your ass in that kitchen and cook. Or- like, listen, if you set the expectation of yeah. this is what he this is what I need yeah. for this to so when that man tell you what he needs, yeah. if that don't vibe with you, like then it's not his fault, so to speak. Well, and, so and that's the thing. I, too. I'll just be hundred percent. Let's keep it, let's make it very, very simple. I'm not saying that this is my situation, but if a so if you need when a, a guy is taking you out, you uh-huh. need a certain type of restaurant, open my door, do yeah. this, do that, you to spend X amount of dollars, blah, blah. What if that man say, okay, by the third time, I want to have sex yeah. because this is my expectation yeah. of you. And you got all these rules and, and objectives and stuff he and your checklist. Your need, yeah. And he say, well, this is what I want. Yeah. That nigga might hit you like, yo, uh, shit, by the third day, I need the anal. And then what you going to say? You could be like, no, you got to respect me. No, ain't no respect. Bust the booty open. And I'm not saying that that's how it it. should go. What I'm saying is once you start playing that game. You getting into a lot of funky shit, I think it's a, so one of the homegirls posted earlier this week was like, do you think it's acceptable for a woman to propose? I guess somebody, Kate Drewlis had a commercial where a woman proposed to a man or whatever. I saw it last night. I said, y'all got to be careful because it's a toxic way of thinking if a woman says something's wrong with that. I thought you was equal. Yo. I thought love was like, because what you're saying is you want to be equal until there's some shit that you think that's beneath you. Yeah. Then that's not like, if it's going to be no more gender roles and it's going to be we equal and equality, I'm like, well, if a woman proposed, don't, ain't that true equality? Yeah. I'm going to say this though, and this is whether, just... Whether that's my preference or not, yeah. like, I think it's toxic for you to say something is wrong that with is that. That's wrong. I get you. Um, I'm just telling, you know, the listeners that's just... Cause don't ever ask me to marry you, bro. Like ever, I don't, I don't care what type of relationship we in. Don't ask me to marry. Don't ask me to go with you. Don't really ask me shit. But women do it all the time. Yeah, I know. I say if a woman has ever hinted at you, 
get to go ring, ring shopping. Yeah. She just asked you to marry her. Yeah. Like, why would you tell us go ring shopping? And like, you literally just, you might as well just dropped on your knees and said, will you marry me? And you know where we going? If she asked me to go ring shop, we going to Mr. Allen's to get Timberlands. But the think about the thought process behind that. Yeah. Oh, it's, I've never asked a man to marry me, but, yeah. but you just said we should go ring shopping. Yeah. What do you think that is? Yeah. It's it's a way for them to do it without doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but again, don't ask me shit. And that's just me personally. Uh, uh, one proposed me when I was about 19. Dropped down, gave me a ring and everything. I got a resize to put it in my pinky. Oh, shit. This nigga turning into a pimp ring. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga took a fucking holy, uh, holy matrimony and turned that shit pimpish. I was like 19. Yeah, I was working at Sears. Popped up. Damn. I was like, hey. Yeah. One day she popped up with my name tattooed on her too. By the way, oh shit! This is one of the people that just like popped up with like uh, strange shit. I'm not a. I don't do the whole name tattoo thing. I thought man. that was like, just, it was a little yeah. bit much. For you me. tap my name on you, you stupid as fuck. And I probably don't go with you. Uh, my ex girlfriend asked me to marry her. Um, she asked me via text, and I ain't like that off. Really. So was Nuri wrong? Ah, yeah. I, I just and I I get it because and it's funny because I thought that uh what uh what was his name um, Yasir yeah I thought that Yasir hyper masculine ass nigga when she asked him I thought he was gonna be like but it go both ways like yeah of, of course the hoes want me he let her have it of course these chicks want me. why why wouldn't she want to marry me yeah of course she gonna go out her way to marry me because I am ultra man yeah but. On the flip side, I am aunt. Don't ask me shit, man. I don't. I, you ask me to marry you, it just that that ain't my style. But I do agree with you that to say it's wrong, but also preach equality. Like which one, fam? It's a very uh, it's a slippery slope. And again, gender roles and equality, that whole combo in general is a slippery slope because it's like I want to be equal on these topics and these like but i don't want to be equal over here like listen i want you to pay all my bills yeah i want to be able to say what i want you to whatever i want i want to do whatever i want yeah and i just want you to be i want you to go take out the trash i want to do all this thing i'm doing this this is giant generalizations you know what i'm saying but like but don't disrespect me and expect me to clean and cook and do all this shit after you and that i'm a woman but i'm a person oh what you what you mean you can oh oh because i'm a woman i got to be the one that's cooking and cleaning i'm like well i was at work all day well i work too but you spend all your money on you uh I just and I ain't even necessarily like a 50-50. Do what the fuck works best Facts. for you. Do what works best for the relationship you in. Uh but I will say, women, you can probably look at your nigga's living conditions and tell whether he's gonna be able to take care of both of y'all or not. Can you afford two of these? Yeah. <laughs> and do you want two of those? Yeah. Um if that nigga got a shitty ass crib now with the pink towel in the bathroom. Detroit Man, style. Dog. I uh I used to stay in Warren. Yeah. Uh, on for Hoover and shit. And you know, uh nice apartment. You know what I'm saying? Spacious. Everything yeah. was dope. Went through, looked through the motto and everything. Uh they gave me the keys of my shit. The day I went in there, the motherfuckers gave me a pink toilet, nigga. Wow. wow. Niggas they gave me a pink it wasn't nothing else in the bathroom pink. <laughs> gave me a pink toilet. I'm like, fam, this is the bait and switch, fam. When you just said uh, off Hoover and shit, I looked at your shirt. This nigga Jay Johnson is in here dressed like a crip, <laughs> nigga. That nigga is a Hoover crip today. Oh. This nigga dressed like Melvin in this bitch. Uh, 
right. So yeah, man. Toxic masculinity. Uh, toxic femininity. So give me some examples of shit that you think are toxic. Uh, that men shouldn't really be doing this shit with. Uh, I don't really know. Because this isn't... I mean, and you, you kind of hinted at it being like a thing that's big on Twitter. And you know, I ain't on Twitter. Yeah. So I've never really considered... Well, I'll give you some things I think... I think it's a toxic way for a man or to tell a child, men don't cry. Yeah. That okay. Agreed. That Agreed. don't mean that I want your ass running around as yeah. bitch crying every yeah. fucking day. Don't be no little bitch ass nigga. Right. But don't be afraid or think that you're not masculine Yeah, because you do cry or you do have any uh, This particular yeah. situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's okay yeah. to be emotional. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. You don't got to manifest this way. Mm. In- it's okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, what else could be considered toxic thinking and, that way? The the reason that that cry thing is so important to me, right? Yeah. Why do we cry? Like, when you think about it, right? Like, what? So, something sad happens. What makes your body say, all right, it's time for water to come on my... Like, what does that do? There's mm. a, That's a physical reaction to something mental or emotional, right? Yeah. And it's a release of some sort. Like, it could be literally emotion coming out of you. Like, I don't have no idea why you cry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, if you tell a child never to do that, he never releases those emotions, right? Yeah. And you get built up. And that's why some guys maybe uh, may explode. Mm. So you think of, like, a, 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 a balloon or whatever. You can slowly let the air out. Or it's going to be so much air in that bitch that one day it's going to pop. Yeah. So they be like, well, men is more emotional than women are. Maybe not. Maybe y'all the sweetest same. Yeah. And y'all let y'all out over time. And then when a man does not let his out, one day, boom. He snaps. He snaps. Yeah. And maybe one day a nigga go up inside of a fucking hospital, hospital and yeah. really lose his fucking mind because somebody could have told him, damn, am I making it's, her point? Yeah. Uh, you kind of are. You kind of are. You just changed my whole <laughs> view on why that might have been uh, toxic damn. masculinity. Uh, God damn it, Shay Jones. Uh no, that's a good ass point though. Like men are in a lot of ways trained to be, especially black men. Uh, we're trained to be unemotional. We're trained to lack any emotion. We're trained that certain gestures, certain feeling is soft, and we are treated that way. Yeah, and like not by like so. I mean, they've done studies where they say they think black people yeah take more pain. Oh, 100%. They think 100%. more trauma and everything. They've done studies. Yeah. Like, they just think we can do shit to you. Oh, you can take it because you black. Yeah. And, like, that's not fair. And here's here's something that happened to me. This is recent. So uh, this might have been over the weekend. Arguing, or not even arguing, debating back and forth with the young lady in the comments. Because uh, somebody, it was a post about Kim Porter. And somebody in the comments was like, it, it was, I think Baller Alert had like reposted one of Diddy's dedications to Kim. Uh, he's been posting a billion of them. He fucking loves her. Okay. And somebody in the comments, this young lady, black lady, uh, was like, to the tune of like, oh, I can't believe Diddy is frightened like he loved her now. Where was all this black love? And you talking about super black love. Where was all that when she wanted to get married? And why you ain't married her? You gave her all them fucking kids. And, and she whoa, was going whoa, whoa, off. Whoa. Will and Janet just told y'all ain't got to get married. And I was like, yo. I, so I'm, you know me, dog. I'm going to stand up for the brothers, especially the brother in need. That man mourning right now. Like, this ain't the time and the place, first of all. Second of all, you don't know them. 
at all. At all. And, and I guarantee Kim Porter or Kim Porter's ghost ain't never seen you or haunted you in your fucking life. Chill, baby girl. You don't know them. You you mad hype. So I got in the comments. Me and her started debating. And then after I started winning the debate, and you could tell I had all the momentum, her comeback was, wow, you in the comments going back and forth with a girl. You a little hoe-ass nigga. And I was like, now, now that's, I'm, that's yeah, toxic That's toxic feminism. Because femininity. Fam, femininity. You're not going to, you're not going to tell now me that because you're a woman and I'm calling out your, not, not only your wrongness, but your rudeness and inappropriate comments and all. Now I'm wrong because you're a woman and I'm a man. So I'm back and forth. I'm a whole ass nigga. Da, da, da. And I was like, bitch, I'll shoot you in your mouth. Like, man, no. All right. That was actually insensitive because of the Chicago shit. But still, just in general, don't tell me that. You know what I'm saying? I'm wrong because I'm back and forth with you. And it's like, fam, you, you, you said some bullshit. If you was a dude who said that, I'd have called you out. Like, don't think because you're a woman that you can't be wrong. Because what she just said is women go back and forth. So as a man now, yeah. so since a woman just validated that, like, yeah. look, I'm you. You only reason you going back and forth with me because you a woman. Yeah, that's what y'all do. Like, that'd be a wrong comment yeah. to make, right? Yeah. No, I'm going back and forth yeah. with you because this he or she wanted to. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, men had the expectations put on men is women. I know y'all go through y'all own shit, and y'all. Got, I don't see how y'all bleed any money. I don't see how y'all push humans out your pussy. I don't see how y'all do a lot of the shit y'all deal with. So shout out to y'all. But men deal with a lot of fucking shit, bro. Think about it, dog. Like, there's a lot of pressure to be a man. Facts. Because most of the things he do is to attract a woman. Uh-huh. So besides him taking care of himself, there's an added pressure on you Taking to care do of her. more than what you would normally can do or would want to because I got to be able to attract another person to mate yeah. with. Because mm. in... At the end of the day, we some primal creatures. That's all it's about. You want to mate. Yeah. That's why you like other people. Like, no one, you just like people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own type, yeah. but whatever nature said, like, oh, this is what you're attracted to. Yeah. And you want to mate. Yeah. And you got to attract that. You, like on some animal kingdom shit where yeah. peacocks be throwing eight. This is some natural shit that we do. And it's a lot of pressure. That's why that nigga Brian McKnight sat and wrote that goddamn song and said, let me show you how your pussy work. And it's a lot of pressure, man, to fight off in the world. Yeah. Because, like, as a black male, I'm six feet, 220. Yeah. So I will look like a threat to different people. Uh Like, I got, it's just so much shit that you got to worry about. Sometimes, man, I don't want to fight with this. I don't want to fight with the woman. Yeah. I want to be embraced. (laughs) It's, dog, and I've said this a million times. I've said it in relationship. Like, it's exhausting being a black man. It's exhausting. If I'm dating you, if I'm in a relationship with you, if I'm married to you, whatever the case, when I come home to you, black woman, no, I'm not telling you that your day was not exhausting, too. Because I'm sure it is. I'm certain it is. But God damn, I don't want to come home and have to. that's even more disrespected than the black man. Yeah, than the black man. And that's a fact. Like, we acknowledge that. We acknowledge that. So when I come home, it's it's a lot of memes going around and they're silly, but they all start like be his piece, be her piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they've gotten silly and stupid, but at the end of the day, that first line, be his piece, be her piece, that's all it's about. Cause we deal with enough naturally. Man, I got a theory about um a young lady and uh-huh. a young man who grew up in the exact same rough ass neighborhood. Yeah. Live next door to each other, have two totally different experiences in that neighborhood. Mm. Like, so girls say, I'm from 
Mac and Bewick or whatever. Ain't that yeah. the, ain't, why is that always the corner that we That's go to? That's the most east side <laughs> shit. Which I was over there yesterday. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, so a girl growing up on Mac and Bewick and a guy growing up on Mac and Bewick got two totally different experiences. What I mean by that is you want to walk to the corner store and it's a group of niggas standing down there. Mm. If I walk to the corner store and it's a group of niggas standing there, I have a different set of fears that's going to happen. One of these people, am I going to have to fight? Somebody going to jump me, whatever. When the mm. woman walk past, one of them niggas going to try to holler and get your number. But that 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 danger yeah. isn't there. So, yes, yeah. you are grew up in a you grew up in a different neighborhood, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying one is. So I went on the physical side. Right. Yeah. But now thinking about it, what I'm saying out loud, a woman going through that group is one of these people going to grab me. She got to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, one of these she got to they going to grab me. Niggas going to rape me. Niggas gonna you know rape me? If, if I, I say no, we was talking about it on the on here. A uh, nigga try to holler at you. You say no. Now you shot through your fucking car. So it's like, even though we are the same, grew up in the same, we have totally different experiences living in the same thing. So, like, we should be able to appreciate one uh, one another and understand some of the things that shape who we are. Agreed. And not saying, hey, you toxic here or you this, you that. Like, why don't we just just make this shit? Honestly, man, men and women uh, obviously have a lot to a lot of ground to make up yeah. um but black men and women do honestly and i'm saying this shit like on on some real 100 shit black men and women especially with social media now like our interactions with one another are disappointing as fuck to me man like we all deal with so much shit individually like you said we could come through the exact same scenario and come out with completely different stressors that the other one may not even understand Facts. because of how different it was. But like I'm I'm over a young lady's house. Yeah. Like, can you go to the Coney and grab this for me? Yeah. This not my neighborhood, fam. Uh, like hey, you go through this Coney. You yeah. go through this Coney all night. Yeah. You live worst thing is gonna happen God forbid. I mean yeah. one of the worst things that, that would normally happen is some nigga try to holler at you. Yeah. I'm not from this neighborhood. Like it's an issue. That same nigga that might try to holler at you might try to fuck Rob, me up. Or right, try to he's gonna rob me. Yeah. He might shoot me. Yeah. Hey, give me this, give me that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's a different and not that's a little that's something that's not taken into place. Like ah. It's funny you brought that up too, uh, cause I got TJ's County Island on eight mile. It's my favorite place on earth. Um, my favorite county for sure. And I go there often. I was just there at four o'clock this morning, nigga. Like getting my motherfucking same order that I always get. But it's funny because I've brought up, like, oh, I'm about to run the TJs real quick. And niggas will look at me like, oh, shit, it's late as fuck. You going over there? Yeah, and I'm I know like, niggas that got killed in TJs. Yeah, I know plenty. I've literally been there when niggas got killed. Like, I know niggas got killed inside in the parking lot in the strip club next door. But this is where I grew up. This is where I'm comfortable at. Yeah. I might not go to your motherfucking Coney in your hood. I'm going to L. Jordan's on Dread Road Nevergreen. Boom. Because that's com- your Coney. I'm comfortable. Even though it's dangerous as it's shit dangerous for me, as too. shit. Yeah. That Murder Mac. I used to be at that Murder Mac all the time, nigga. Shout out to my real Dread Road niggas who know the Murder Mac used to be three blocks to the west yep. on Rosemont. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah, it wasn't was, always on that corner. You know what I'm saying? And niggas got killed at both. <laughs> it's a sad Detroit fact. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think that uh, our interactions uh, between black men and black women, like, we know that one another is dealing with shit. And it seems like just, I don't know if it's for the sake of debate, for the sake of 
feminism for the sake of masculinity. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's like we always come into conversations with just like the most fucked up tone. And it's like, bro, you don't have to bring me your stress. I'm dealing with my own. What we can do is try to encourage one another and have each other's back. Right. It ain't even got to be a romantic thing behind it. I just want to have your back because you my sister. You know what I'm saying? And people really be going through stuff. And yeah. like I know it's a cliche and I really, really want to be wanting to know sometimes like, damn, who hurt you? Yeah, that's a fact. When did this hurt happen? Because if you was dumped by some, some nigga didn't treat you right when you was 22 years old and yeah. you 30. Man, that was a long time ago and that was a kid still. Yeah. Like, and ultimately, I want you to let that go. Or not let it go, but get it through your system. No, let, let it, it pass through No, you. let it go and recognize that that was that one person. Yeah, and one that didn't per- represent anybody. It don't represent everybody. Yeah. yeah. Just, just as you got fucked over by uh, a piece of shit nigga, right? Yeah. There's been some good men that got fucked over by a piece of shit woman. Plenty of them. I'm the one of them sitting in this room right now. Might be two. You feel me? It's not interchangeable. It don't. Yeah. It's not the whole pool. So like, just relax. Speaking of uh, men and women having different experiences, so another question that I got kind of related to uh, to this. Uh, shout out to the homie Ash RN05. She hit me on the gram and she said, uh, "I understand flirting a little or even shooting a shot in the DM. What I don't understand is directly." Or specifically, offering dick mm-hmm. or to be a fuck buddy through the DMs is confusing and it saddens me. Now, <sighs> but and the reason that I brought it up now because we're talking about men and women having different experiences. If you know, if a woman that I'm attracted to offered direct pussy or fuck buddy status through the DM, I may not necessarily be mad or confused or saddened like Ash. Because you, know, you know why. Because it's more difficult for a man to have sex than it is for a woman. woman. Oh, that's a fact. Which is why men geek up the guy who got all the most bodies and everything like that. Oh, y'all praise him because that's a difficult task. Yeah. And most people cannot have sex with who they want, when they want, when they want it. Especially most men. Yeah, most men. So when you see the one guy who does it, they be like, oh, shit, nigga. I've been trying to get this shit for whatever. Yeah. That's why people get bigged up. By yeah. the way. No, that's why niggas big me up. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, no, I it's mean, funny because I, when I first read her her comment, I laughed because I was like, dog, y'all niggas is really like offering like a whole dick through the gram. Like, I be thinking like, because I ain't never like, send a bit, I mean, uh, a young lady. Yeah. <laughs> no, no random ass. Well, I ain't never sent a dick pic in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, does it, uh, it? It had to work at one point, right? If people be shooting their shot that way, I mean, like I can't just imagine myself, right, sending the bitches out all the time, and ain't uh, no, ain't, it ain't never hooked nothing. Like, fam, <laughs> you a serial killer? <laughs> like, you got to be great. It got to have, somebody. It had to work for somebody. Well, right? here's the thing, too, and it's funny because I actually saw a girl do this like two weeks ago, and she's not. I'm gonna say she not my style. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not the most attracted to her. Uh, you know, if I could go with somebody other than her, I definitely would. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? If I had to look at something like a murder or something or her, I would probably look at the murder, but that's me. Uh, but she posted a dick pic that she got through the gram. She posted it on her page. 
Like this, I'm scrolling my timeline and bow, I see this nigga's dick. And I was like, what the fuck? Pause. And yeah, pause. I got to pause my phone. <laughs> and uh, and she posted this nigga's dick. And then in the caption, she was like, she added the nigga and everything. It was like, oh, you bitch ass nigga, don't be sending me this shit. This one I'm going to do every time one of you ass niggas send me the dick. I'm going to post this shit right here. I'm going to embarrass you niggas. Da, da, da. And I was just like. But I know y'all keep them and y'all, y'all talk about it amongst y'all friends. I know you did. I know you got. 10 broads hitting you up like what girl that nigga sent you his dick one of your girls probably hit that nigga up like so it's only offensive you if you didn't like it and that's where i was headed all that shit ash i'm sorry that niggas is offering you dick you don't want through the <laughs> dm uh and i think it's funny reading her question out loud now i'm thinking like she might just be wondering why niggas are rock offering it through dms as opposed to like text or but see, the listen, phone because people don't go out no more I don't I'm never gonna I'm probably never gonna run into you yeah. in real life. Yeah. So niggas is relegated to a DM. Hey, it's a lot that's a that's a good I'll wait. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm not a, shooting my shot through the DM. I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm not shooting my dick shot through the DM. Uh and I'm not shooting my dick shot through the text neither. Uh I've never sent out uh, a whole dick pic. Um I done sent, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I sent some pics where I might be in my drawers, you might catch a nigga print. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't I ain't never sent whole dick. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I still respect myself as a black man. You know, I'm a black king. And uh <laughs> You know, being kingly means that ain't nobody out here walking around saying I got ant whole dick in my yeah, pocket. Yeah, you can't be, no. No, because then I'm no longer kingly. You nigga. know what I'm saying? Here my, go my crown. My trading cards got to have some kind of facts. My one of one. And uh, I also, and this is just me. Now nah, I do got some trading cards. This I got a lot of y'all cards, yeah. okay? Hey. <laughs> oh, and real quick, on that topic, uh, ladies, if you've ever sent me a any sort of like suggestive pick. I'm about to tell you two things that should make you comfortable and uncomfortable. Uh, the first thing to make you comfortable, I don't show off y'all picks. I really Thanks. don't. I'm very, very protective of the sexual picks that I receive from women. I don't like to show them. Me either. But I have shown off picks that were sent to me by other niggas who I don't know who this person oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like if some shit hit the group chat. Yeah. Like, this no, wasn't some shit to in me? the group chat. I'm putting that bitch <laughs> on uh, World Star. I'm taking it downtown. I'm gonna see if Dan Gilbert will play it at Campus Marshes. Yeah. Like shit has been discussed in exchange, but like yeah. these are not people I know. I don't yeah, know yeah, these yeah. people, and sometimes the face ain't on them. But like, yeah. if you send something to me, yeah, no one has ever got it. No one yeah. ever will get it. No, I um I don't show off my personals at all, mainly because shit. I know my niggas is some savages, and they try to take one of my hoes. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm so yeah, no, I don't need my nigga excited. One of my niggas did that shit. I ain't even show him the. Naked pig. I just showed him the girl Graham. Man, that nigga went to fuck I my mean, bitch. I mean, niggas don't, don't, they shouldn't brag about some yeah, shit. Because sometimes you may be like, well, shit, I want to find out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, ladies, I protect your sexy, freaky pigs. But the second thing, though, and I'm telling y'all this as a friend, niggas ain't deleting them pigs. So, at all. I know a nigga, and he the realest nigga I know, who got a whole separate server for them goddamn pigs. That nigga got them. You think your shit in the cloud, bitch? Your shit is in a whole. Different atmosphere. Your shit's in the galaxy, motherfucker. Like they, they in the vault, fam. Yeah. So uh, don't ever think that anything's ever happened to me. No one's ever getting it. Yeah. But also don't ever think because you sent me that bitch in like 2013 that that motherfucker ain't still here, nigga. Like if you sent it, I got it. It's I'm a digital there. ass nigga. Okay. <laughs> Yo, Jay, Jay is definitely a digital ass nigga. I'm a digital ass nigga. Okay? Yo, shit is literally in a vault, nigga, on tape. Jay got the R. Kelly tapes, got nigga. The, no, I really did got the R. Kelly tapes. <laughs> no, like, I found... Uh, I used to sell the bitches. 
nigga, me too. I knew you was my nigga. I sold them bitches all 11th grade, nigga. And because uh, it was one, I bought a DVD I mean, player. it's not like it's against the law. Hell no. Clearly no crime went on. Right. Uh, <laughs> me and this nigga Jay could have went to prison for child porn distribution. We ain't even know. Like, if they would put me in prison, put that nigga in prison too. Well, I bought a DVD player from this crackhead. Okay. And when I went and plugged it up, the R. Kelly tape was already in the DVD player. So I ain't do shit but burn it and start selling them off. Like, it could shit. What else I was going to do with the R. Kelly DVD? R. Kelly is the starter of ass eating. I'm gonna tell you the truth, and I'm you know what? Never mind. I'm gonna tell you that off air, nigga. But the first, like in real life, because on the R. Kelly he the tape, first nigga to eat ass in a computer chair. I tell facts. you that that nigga was risking because his the R. Life. Kelly tape wasn't just a young girl. It was yeah. some cold pieces. Yeah, on there. no, it was it was some, a few different some grown. Yeah, and he was eating ass. That nigga ate that girl ass for. An she hour was and sitting half. backwards in the computer chair, and he was all up in that shit. Yeah. And Literally, this was two thousand one. Yeah. 11th grade, yep. I was uh, uh, I was out of school. You was just out of school, yeah. I, was, I graduated in 2000, so I'm like, yeah. I, I, wasn't, I didn't know about that. Bro. I, first off, I haven't participated, but hey. I had never seen the shit before. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I ain't never seen it. I'm like, this nigga R. Kelly. That nigga R. Kelly ate ass in a swivel chair. Nigga. <laughs> and then spit that like <laughs> Spin that bitch around, no, let it air dry. But what <laughs> fucked me up, it was his posture while he ate. Like, the nigga was on all fours. Nigga. Eating ass in a swivel chair. Y'all ain't seen the R. Kelly tape, man. Because hey. they, they probably haven't seen the tape. Yeah, no, that's a lot of y'all didn't watch I be, it. I be thinking that everybody's seen it. Yeah. If you haven't seen the R. Kelly tape, you can watch the eat ass part because it's legal. Yeah. Uh, she was of age. and that She was cold, ate, too. She was thick as hell. Cold. That nigga ate her booty for an hour and a half in a swivel chair. Man. In the studio. <laughs> <laughs> what song was on when that? Oh, trapped in the Closet Part 29 <laughs> and shit. Oh, and that's when he had that whole ass fro. Yeah, uh, yeah R. Kelly a wild ass nigga. But anyway. Wild motherfucker. Yeah, this how I know we ain't had shit to talk about this week. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck we got there. Fuck <laughs> so listen, man, we did talk about we was gonna think of we was gonna uh we gonna say what we was thankful for Facts. from the culture uh this year, man. Uh we can just go I don't have a long list. So I don't have a long list, yeah. We can back and forth if you wanna start off. Uh for this year I am thankful <laughs> that <laughs> this <Kelly>. week <laughs> I am thankful for strong ass swivel chairs. Yo, right I'm about to go. When do Black Friday shopping start? Nigga, I'm about to buy 300 swivel chairs. Nigga. Uh, I am thankful that, um, like in real life, this year that uh, this week in culture has started up, man. Yeah, man. Uh, and I, I was, I'm gonna save mine for last on that one. Yeah. But agreed, brother. Agreed. Um, we we told y'all last week or a couple episodes ago, this was. Two three years in the making, man, yeah, yeah. Um, and and to finally get it off the ground, it's been a blessing. It's been a pleasure to be in here working with my brother, man, and uh, and really just using this platform, dog, and and really doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm a movie dude. I'm a television dude. Like I I love film. I love entertainment. Um, and we, you know, it's gonna be weeks where we throw some music in there too, because uh, it's about the culture. It's it's about the culture, man. Like we're. We're we're coming in here and we're trying to discuss all things black and entertainment uh, and in society in general. Uh, so to finally get it off the ground, it's been great. So I'm definitely with Jay on that. I'm thankful for that. Uh, I am thankful for Jill Scott. Okay. And uh, I'm thankful for her 
not because she gave me any head, uh, <laughs> you know, which I would be thankful for if she did, but she is not. But she reminded women that they need to be sucking the shit out of nigga dick, man. And I just like women, like in real life, like if you want your nigga to act right, yeah, man. We are not hard to please. I'll pretty much do whatever you ask me to do off some head. Like I'm, I mean, it's I, I would hate to be that easy, but it's 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 really that easy. I, and. I, I'm with you. Like, I hate that I'm that fucking easy, but, like, yeah. it ain't too much you can't get me to do if you just go ahead and suck a nigga dick. But what Jill Scott reminded y'all was that you can't just give off the lazy head. Like, you got to, you know, play with, tickle that nigga balls, man. Do some double hand strokes. Uh, You know, spit on the shit. She did the nut shower at the end where she leaned back and just let the nigga pop in her face. Then she dragged the nut with her finger and put it in her mouth. Like, Jill was getting, she reminded y'all that y'all got to She was reminiscing up there. Now, you know what I didn't like, though? And this ain't got shit to do with Jill. I didn't like the women who start hating on Jill. Like, oh, you can tell who ain't getting their dick sucked right at the crib, blah, blah, blah. Because I knew about five of y'all hoes, well, listen, and I knew y'all can't suck Well, no listen, dick. what if all the men yeah. were saying that, clearly none of y'all is. <laughs> One of y'all got a boyfriend that just said, damn, Jill really was sucking the shit out that mic. And that nigga, yeah. So I'm thankful for Jill because uh, she, you know, not only reminded people uh, that she could suck some dick, probably, mm-hmm. but she reminded women that they need to be sucking the shit out their man dick. And I just really appreciate that. Um. So shit. What's next, man? What uh, you think? I have, the culture has given me victory lap this year. Mm. Um. I you really still calling that album of the year. Uh, it's on my short list of gotcha. album of the year. I I really really do appreciate Nipsey Hussle's album. Yeah. And then Nipsey Hussle as a businessman. Yeah. Because I probably watched every interview he Respect. had. Respect. Uh, what he's doing with the STEM, the the science, technology, engineering, and math. Mm-hmm. Um. In his neighborhood that he grew up in, the yeah. vic- I mean the uh, the marathon clothing store, yeah, the interactiveness. Like when you download the app and you go in the store and you look through the camera, like holograms and different shit come up. You buy certain things. Mm. He be like, all right, you bought this shirt. Everybody who bought this shirt, scan this tag um, on your phone. Here go a new song. I mean, mm. it's just like the the the. As a businessman, yeah, and the the, the work ethic he even put in, man, I, I I think that's really great for the culture because we got new moguls in the making that's popping up, and yeah. then he just got a, a really dope project who gave me a lot of inspiration this year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to be on yeah. my 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 my, my um, independent grind and independent hustle with yeah. the studio with the different podcasts and everything. So I appreciate that. That was a good music and motivation for me and the culture. Respect it, man. And kind of along them same lines, bro. I uh I am thankful for Pusha T. Um who get so my top three albums right now for the year are Nipsey, J Rock and Push in no particular order. Um, that was just my favorite three. I played them the most as far as rap albums go. Uh, but I'm thankful for Push for a couple reasons. One, uh, he fought back against Drake. And, you know, that was something that Meek Mill really disappointed me two summers ago, bro. Like, he let Drake just mop his ass up all And you know I hate light-skinned niggas. So <laughs> to see a light-skinned nigga victory in the manner that Drake whooped on Meek, like, that really hurt my heart. And right. I fuck with Drake. I fuck with Drake music. Um, He got some shit. He cool, but he just beat on Meek whole ass, man. And to see Push, I wasn't even, like, the biggest fan of Story of Adidon necessarily. Like, I know Push got better bars than what he gave that nigga, but he delivered the pettiness that was required to defeat Drake in but that now, battle. 
the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. When I when I started listening to the words and yeah, lyrics, his yeah. cadence, his, his patterns, yeah. and everything, he killed it. And then he came back a couple months later and killed it again. Like, hey, fam, yeah. Kanye didn't tell me that. Yeah, your, like, man, your man's did. Your man did. He was he was that pillow nigga talking. was pillow talking and gave me all the info that I needed. So. I, I just I'm thankful for Push, man. And not only that, he also gave me what might be my song of the year, uh, with Cold Blooded on Swiss Beats album. I, I'm it's in my short maybe five uh top five on rap songs of the year. Um so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that he ended the Drake beef with a victory and then I'm just you know, he got married, he had malice, officiated his wedding. Uh speaking of that, if y'all don't remember, that nigga Jay Johnson is ordained, he will officiate all your yeah, I just did a wedding on uh, Halloween, too. You know what I'm saying? He out here marrying witches and bitches, baby. So, uh, yeah, man. But I'm thankful for Pusha T, man. He gave me a lot uh, of good music this year. Uh, he was also one of the driving forces. Even though I didn't like how it was executed, I loved the idea. But when they had that good music every Friday, we dropping an album. Mm-hmm. That was one of his ideas, man. And I was as president of good music. And I was just like... I looked forward to it when it happened, but then, you know, the drops started getting bad and the music wasn't the greatest yeah. uh, for depending on the album. So, but still, I just, I love the innovativeness, man. I, I loved uh, the projects he's put out this year. And uh, yeah, I'm just fucking with Push. That's my guy, man. Um, st- sticking on music, I am thankful for the Carters album. Mm. Um, for twofold. One, I, th- I thought it was a dope project. Gotcha. I, I really did like it. Um, and I like what it represented it on two in two different aspects. I like yeah. that Jay Z is damn near fifty years old and he's rapping, putting out new music, yeah, and eliminating the negative and the very incorrect stereotype that black people or rap artists can't tour in their songs. Like they always say, Bon Jovi is doing this or such and such. Like mm. nigga, it's an old school legends concert here two or three times a year. Like yeah. we we are still continuing to make music, yeah. But you can be a fifty year old man. If we know who you are already, uh, and still make music, don't be dropping your debut at fifty, fam. Yeah. Uh, but I, I enjoyed that, and I enjoyed uh, the fact that they married. Yeah. And that black, even though all that shit on Twitter and Instagram, all that fake shit that y'all was posting, yeah. I do like the representation of it. However, of a black family powerhouse and doing all that extra shit. Yeah. Beyonce with her Beyonce ness. <laughs> To right. bringing out the bands. Most and, powerful woman in the world right now. You know what right? I'm saying? I did appreciate that for the culture, for what it meant. Not all that fake shit, but yeah. just the symbol, the symbol, the symbol um, of it. And uh, speaking of the black family, man, I am thankful for the Obamas. And the reason I'm thankful for them is, is sort of a, a twofold response, too. So I remember back in 08 when, uh, when it was announced that President or Senator Obama then had won the presidency, and um, I it was an emotional time for me. Like my grandfather had just passed, and I was like, damn, you know, thinking about him, like wow, like yeah, I would have loved for him to have been around yeah. to see that, uh, and he would have loved to see Michelle too, because my granddad was a real nigga. Um, but I was just like, damn, this is such a dope moment, and like I didn't always agree with Obama's policies. I didn't always agree with some of his responses to certain uh, events that took place during his presidency, non-response to to certain things that took place. But what I loved about Obama and what I I wouldn't let anybody argue me with, Obama's a a man of integrity, a man of character, and most importantly, a man about his family. And I'm very big on family. So to have the joke of the president that we have in office currently – 
um, whose family is a fucking mess, whose policies are non-existent, who spends more time arguing on Twitter than he does actually like being the president of the country. Uh, I'm, I'm just reflecting on like, damn, we actually just had probably the best human being we'll ever see in office. Like, I don't think we'll get a better person in office. He might not have been everybody's favorite politician, but as far as just being a good person and being about his family, man, we just had uh, a, a really good representation in there for the previous eight years, and now we got a, a whole ass nigga in there that I don't fuck with. So I'm just I'm thankful for uh, our past president. All right, this was uh, this is my last one, and it really did not happen this year. Oh, but shit, I just found it. some shit out this year that I should have known a long fucking time ago. Yeah. Uh, and I guess I got a shout out to 1051 The Beat because they play oh, all shit. the old school music yeah. and shit. So them listening to um, Erica Badu uh-huh. uh, on and on when she was like, I was born underwater with $3 and six dimes. Yep. You may do you may laugh because you ain't do your math. Mm-hmm. I never understood what that shit was, what she, the fuck she was talking about mm. until randomly this year. I'm driving down the street, listening to that shit, and it, and it hit you. It fucking clicked. <laughs> so she was talking about, so $3.60 is what she has. Mm-hmm. But she was born with 360 degrees of knowledge, mm-hmm. which, is the supreme, math. which is the supreme mathematics. Mm-hmm. So, so you may mm-hmm. laugh, but you did not do your math. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like it hit me this year. Yeah. I guess I was in my vibrations. It was in the right. Yeah. I was in the right moment. I'm like, nigga, I've been listening to Eric. I mean, I've been listening to that motherfucking album for four months. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember. I don't even know that that hit me. I think somebody told me uh, what that meant. But it was still deep because I knew, you know what I'm saying? Like, once you made sense out of it, it's like, oh, shit. Like I'm like 360 degrees of knowledge. Yeah. 360. You ain't do your you math. You ain't do your math. You, ain't fucking you don't know today's math, nigga. They don't know today's math, man. Yeah. Uh, Man, finally, yo, I'm thankful for... Our audience, man, uh, yeah. the fans, yo, the listeners, the commenters, the texters, the the friends who show support, who ask their friends to repost, who ask their friends to subscribe, everybody who listens, uh, and just really everybody that lets us know they're proud of us, they fuck with us, they like what we're doing. Like, we do this for y'all, man. So thank y'all again. Jay kind of alluded to it uh, with his first thank you. Uh, but thank y'all for letting us use this platform, letting it be an outlet that we use to discuss all this random shit that we like, all these things we watch. Uh, you know, this is stuff we're interested in. I have friends who listen to this and they be like, I've never watched that show. Yeah. Or, I, I haven't seen that movie yet. But I listened to y'all shit, and then it made me go watch it. Um, Shout out to the folks from Chicago who tune in and oh listen. My God. Different, from city to city. My state dog from state. Vegas. My Vegas. dog Macho. Uh, all the folks here in the D, man. The hometown fans. Everybody who rocking with us all over the country. Uh, and if we got anybody not in the country listening to us, shout out to y'all too, man. Uh, we 22 episodes deep. Uh, I'm excited. I know Jay is excited to continue giving y'all content, uh, more podcasts, more engagement, and shit, man, more culture, yo. And enjoy some fucking turkey. It's, it's Thanksgiving. Yo, man. enjoy some turkey, man. I'm your host, Ant Wood. That's Jay Johnson. This week in culture, episode 22. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Love. <laughs>